þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Interesting happening in your computer over there? Mm, no, you no, pissed no. anyone else, anyone off today? No. You haven't done it for a while. Pissed people off? Yeah. Not really. No. You're getting soft, man. I mean, I think uh, all the like Trump supporters who used to, who I pissed off when I did the Trump jokes yeah. first, they just unfollowed me. So now, now when I do Trump jokes, they I get no, I get no hate. Hmm. Yes, only only get hate for a little while, man. But then it goes away. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> a little while, man. I, I remember it from um, Run and Stimpy. It was. Like, uh, so when is the next episode? It it will be it will be soon. But when? <laughs> In a little while, man. <laughs> Uh, in the little while, man. Do you remember the episode where squeak, squeak. Stimpy went inside his own belly button? Um, like he kept finding pocket lint and he was told to stay out of there because yeah. it's not good for you. But then he just turned inside out. Yeah, I remember that. One. And he became just a belly button. I need, I, there's one box set I would like is all of Ren and Stimpy on one, like, in one box. I like box sets. You do. The guy who did it, he died, right? No, he's still alive. He's still alive, man. <laughs> yeah. When you say that, you just remind me of my parents. Because they yeah. say man all the time. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, um... Yeah. Uh, uh, are we recording? We are recording. Yeah, we're on. For once, I got you. Yes, you got <clears throat> There you got me. Oh, There you got me. The difference between you and I is that usually I'm saying something really awful or racist. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... Well, you need to... That, uh, that's me trying to teach you a lesson on stop saying racist things. Well, no, I don't believe... It's just... You really just record me doing accents. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say that... So they're your words. Those are your words. Yes. It's a cyclical use of the word. Yes, I think. Uh, racism is a weird thing, you know. Mm. Uh, you, so people who aren't racist get accused of being racist, and then a lot of people who are racist don't get accused enough of being racist. Yeah. But uh, you know how you know someone is a racist when they're w- w- called a racist. It's when they get defensive about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Because the, in, in, on the inside, on deep inside, they do know that they are so racist. So when they're, when, they're when they're not really one and someone goes, that's racist, they're more likely to go, ah, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, they'll go, I didn't yeah. realize. Oh, yeah. When I'm accused of being racist, I go, yeah, that kind of was racist. Yeah. <laughs> But if an actual racist person gets that accused not of it, but can't you say anything these days without being accused of being racist? Stop yeah. being racist. <clears throat> and I had we were in a party recently where I was where, where I actually had the argument. Uh, oh, I was at this party. Yeah, too. yeah, 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 party. yeah. And there was an actual argument where where someone was saying what. 
why do people why do people get so excited about blackface? What's so racist about blackface? Oh man, I remember <laughs> that was one of those. I, I can't I can't right um, now. I don't I, this think is, this is the same guy who started talking about how socialized healthcare is the worst thing in the world. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And then he started on the gays. Then he started on the gays. And then he asked me why I was in the kitchen uh, helping clean up. Why are you in the kitchen helping clean up? Because it's 2017, motherfucker. Yeah, that's a very good answer. Uh, what a strange person. Yeah, I remember. Um, because he was gay as well. He was also gay, yeah. And then somebody pointed out, yeah, like, when you guys were kind of... Uh, uh, um, debating. Debating, yes. Uh, somebody pointed out, hey, isn't it funny that the only two guy, gays in this party are debating and arguing? And I thought, I, and I thought to myself... Is this embarrassing when somebody points that out? Um, or are you used to it? What I found more interesting was that we were debating and we somehow had found ourselves at the heads of the table. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was a big uh, oval table and I was at one end and he was at, at the other end and we were debating across the table at each other. Yes. It's. I didn't think it was embarrassing for somebody to point that out, but it is, it is funny. It is funny. Like, you would not assume that the two only gays are going to suddenly be like... Although sometimes, I mean, Margaret Cho has a great um, line about this. When you introduce your old gay and your new gay mm-hmm. to each other, it's almost like putting fish in a tank. You have to, like, put them inside the bag first. And <laughs> you got to let the, let the water, you know, acclimatize. And they'll sort of suss each other out. You can't just go, boom! It's like introducing yeah. new cats to each other. But it was a great party. It was a great party. Yeah. Great food. I remember when you were debating, I was really stoned. And I yes, was just, you were. I was just enjoying the food to the max. It was the most amazing food I've tasted in years. Yeah. I, I remember seeing your face and I imagined it in like a movie and you'd hear like me and this guy shouting at each other and then suddenly everything just goes... And you're eating and all you hear is... All around me are familiar faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then when I tried to focus to, focus on your conversation, all I heard were, were the adults from Peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? I am doing all right, my friends. Yeah, yeah. I am in a big, big, big bit of a great mood. Good. Yes, I've been doing a lot of culturing. What is that? Going what to, is culture? Uh, I've been. I, I went to a Philip Glass concert. Oh yeah. On uh, on th- 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 this weekend, uh-huh. and I went to a podcast called Filalag, which is I think is the biggest Icelandic spoken podcast on the Snorri's podcast. Yes, Snorri yeah. and, and the Bergurepi, where they talk about music. Music. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was on Hura, and uh, yesterday I went to a dance uh, dance thing. Oh, uh, form? Form, yes. Yeah. Which means sacrifice. <coughs> yeah. And uh, uh, it was amazing. I mean, there is some... Whenever I get a ticket to... If somebody gives me a ticket or offers me a ticket to a dance thing, yeah. I say yes, because every time I am mind blown. Mm. I, I, there's something about modern dance that really just does it for me. And yesterday was no exception. It was actually... I, I remember watching this dance by Erna Omarsdóttir and I was just, it just engulfed me. It was visually spectacular. Mm. And I thought, you know, uh, because I think all art is kind of equal, but 
when you think about it, us being comedians, we are going for cheap laughs, basically. Mm-hmm. But what these people are going for, it's something <clears throat> something beyond that. I mean, because we get the instant uh, I know, gratification, gratification yeah. of the laughter of the people. But what if you're just moving your body to some really ambient uh, music and in trying front, to tell a story and trying that. to tell a story or whatever yeah. you're trying to do and then get then you get kind of a deeper reaction it just just kind of blew my mind away it was very inspiring i love going to these things whenever people uh, offer me a ticket for a theater piece i go hmm, mm. is it funny yeah, yeah yeah but if it's a dance thing i You'll know go i'm going to be i'm not going to uh, walk away from that thing uh, with happiness in my heart I would agree with you. I've never seen a dance piece I hated. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think it it, it it speaks. It does. It speaks to you on a very deeper level. Yeah. And everyone in the audience will probably get something different out of it. Whereas you know, when we get on stage and tell jokes about dicks and poop, yeah, you either get it or you don't. My favorite kind of theater, actually, when people uh, uh, people uh, when I whenever I get to uh, can take it to a theater, I, mm-hmm. I ask, is it a farce? Mm-hmm. It's, it, yeah, and if it is a farce, people say yeah, but it has gotten really bad reviews. I say that doesn't matter. I'm going. I'm going to the farce. I just like people running around and opening doors. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I love that. Did you love Are You Being Served? Did you ever watch it? I haven't seen that one. It's but a, yeah, it's great. There is a farce in, in Borgalegos right now. It has gotten bad reviews, and I, I'm 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 thinking I want to go to that piece. I yeah. think I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, you're yeah. so accurate. People yeah. running around opening doors <laughs> yeah. and, and trying not to be in the same room. Yeah, yeah I love that yeah. shit. Doesn't matter <laughs> if it's sexist or whatever. A lot of farces like yeah, have exactly. outdated humor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, she's in her underwear. How embarrassing! Oh, oh, ah. <laughs> oh ah. Grandma's dead. We can't tell the inspector. <laughs> I just love that shit. I really it's, want to write a farce, and I think it's very difficult. It is. It is. It's. Um. I watched a great documentary about the the guy who. Uh. You know. Have you ever seen Mrs. Brown's Boys? Yeah, I've seen like an episode. That's a farce. That's a farce. That is yes. an absolute farce. The guy who created that, he works relentlessly to write that show. Like it's. Yeah. And and I what I love about that show is how they also incorporate the fact that it's a sitcom. Uh huh. And occasionally, like they walk past the window and there's a cameraman, mm, and yeah, yeah. and she just says, "Get out the fucking window." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of those uh, you know one of those shows that doesn't get a good reviews. You know? It doesn't. It is it's considered the broad humor or whatever. Lowest common denominator. Yes, and which it is. It is, and I will admit to you, I never watched it no. and never wanted to watch it. No. And I was always like, oh, that terrible show. You know, my family watch it, and all the people who love watching The Voice watch Mrs. Brown's mm-hmm, Voice because mm-hmm. it's not real comedy. And then it's for the plebs. Yes, the plebs, and and then the I, plebs make such dreadful noise when they're happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then I when, when I moved to Melbourne, my first Christmas there, I was alone because uh, Vincent had to go see his sister who just had a baby, and so we didn't know anyone to look after the, our dogs. So I spent the Christmas alone, and just before I left, my friend Emma, who you met, bought me the first three seasons mm-hmm. of Mrs. Brown's Boys. And if she's listening to this, I'm sorry, Emma. At the time when you bought it for me, I was like, oh, I guess I'll give it a go. And I put it in and I watched every episode in like a day. Yeah? It just, yeah, I had a, I had some, some crackers and cheese and some champagne and I watched it with my dogs and I loved it. I loved it. It was just like, oh, I don't have to think. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's funny for the, and it, it's, it is clever. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I do when I when I'm sick and my brain is in a low capacity. Then yeah. I go for something like that. I go for an Adam Sandler comedy. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, good. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Adam, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> you did me. You mean a movie where he talks like this? Yeah, well, basically every movie like it did in the last ten years. Yeah, uh, for except for funny people, I guess. That was very sad. That yeah, movie. I love that movie. It was a great movie. Yeah, it's a bo- movie about the sadness of being funny. Yeah. And, and on that, that note, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Australian. And I am an Icelander. And together we are Australia. Australia, Australia. They're one for a little, little man from a really, really big island. And he really, really got very sad, sad, sad. And he moved to a little, little island in the north. In the north. And there he met a Viking with glasses. No. If it was children's. It's gay. There once was a little. Little, little man on a very, very, very big island. He got very, very, very sad and moved to the big island. He across the southern seas. He sailed from Athens, Greece. He went the rock of Gibraltar and eventually faulted on Iceland. 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 It's no, a very, very, no, very small it, it, it should be like a... You. He couldn't find an Iceland until he found Iceland, and there he met a, a nice man, <laughs> a Viking with glasses. Australia, Australia. Yes. Well, we will write the lyrics to this later on yep, when we for uh, sure. when we produce our children's uh, program, <laughs> like like Stewie and, <laughs> and Brian. What, what was the? It was an SNL sketch with Michael Myers where there's like. Hello, my name is Michael, and I like to do drawings. <laughs> Something like that. I don't remember. Oh, do I remember? Um, uh, yeah. Chasing birds and butterflies. James the cat. My name's James. James the cat. Chasing birds and butterflies. James the Cat, something like that. I love old British children programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one I used to watch as a kid about skeletons. Mm. And it was like, in the dark, dark street, there was a dark, dark house. And in the dark, dark house, there were dark, dark stairs. Down the dark, dark stairs, there was a dark, dark stairs. And in the dark, dark cellar, some skeletons lived. (laughs) There was a big skeleton, a little skeleton, and a dog skeleton. Woof! <laughs> That's nice. And trapdoor. You remember trapdoor? No. Don't you open that trapdoor? You never saw trapdoor. It's it, claymation. It, it come over here. About this little monster called Urk, and he he works for the thing upstairs. And occasionally he's like the voice goes. He works for the thing. The upstairs. thing upstairs. Yes. Yeah. And occasionally you just hear this voice going Burk. Feed me. That's how all religious people must, must feel. Like yeah. they're working for, for the, the thing, thing upstairs. upstairs. And don't you open that trap door. <laughs> and don't you open the trap door. Because <laughs> there's something down there. <laughs> yeah. Just keep on the... On the, uh, on the, middle. Pl- the middle. Just keep in the middle. Feed the thing upstairs. Don't open the trap door. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> do you have an Christmas of the week? I do. I've got a couple, actually. All right. It's been it's been an interesting week. Um, I'll start off firstly with the uh, the embarrassing thing that happened at my workplace of flipping the burgers, mm-hmm. which was quite funny and heartbreaking at the same time. Right. I was I was obviously we posted about this on our Facebook page. So I was I was working in the kitchen and I had uh, just gone to grab myself a coffee from the from the bar and went back to the kitchen and one of the girls I work with was in there and said, I've got something to show you. And I said, okay. And she said, you probably won't find it funny. And I was like, what? Try me. And she said, okay. And pulled up her phone and showed me her phone. Mm -hmm. And on her phone, her wallpaper was a picture of me about six years ago after I had done this huge fitness challenge and I was super hot. Yeah, and I just I I laughed because I was like, "That's adorable." Because you would have had to scroll through years and years of pictures on my face. You got a lot of pictures. I on got a lot of pictures on myself <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, you could do a supercut of all the pictures. Yeah. Of you, of you, and and you can watch how you just slowly age <laughs> and get fatter and fatter. And, and that, and if if it would be one picture per second or something, yeah. that would still take like six minutes. Six minutes, <laughs> maybe ten. From the start of my Facebook, like yeah. I think I started Facebook in two thousand seven. But um, but so so I thought that was hilarious, and I took a picture of it mm-hmm. uh, of her phone with me on it, and it was like I said, you know, that moment when someone you work with. Um, finds a picture of when you used to be hot and makes it their wallpaper hashtag dad bod now um, and then out of nowhere I, I started getting messages from other people because there was a, uh, one guy in America sent me a message of me on his phone and it was a picture that was only taken last year and he said you're still hot I was like, oh, that's lovely. So I shared that. And then other people started joining in. Yeah. And I think now there's upwards of like, there's almost 20 to 25 people who've been sending me pictures of their uh, their wallpaper as a picture of me from the past. Yep. I, I took part in this. You too. did. You took me. Ego, ego stroking of the Jono. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nice. It was also a bit of a wake up call, especially yeah. Bilge's picture, which I'm pretty sure she stretched. Oh yeah, because you're fat and <laughs> but fatter than normal. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it did stretch it. Yeah, I'm sure she did, but I knew she would. Um, but that's not my big embarrassment of the week. My big embarrassment of the week actually happened after I saw you last mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah. So we went and we did our Australia pub quiz, and then we went to Vienna and we had some drinks. And you and I had been given a lot of free drinks. In the lead up to mm-hmm. that. So, um, I didn't realize I was as hammered as I was. And I went upstairs to Kiki. And in my brain, this is what happened. I went upstairs to Kiki with a group of people. I had a beer. I couldn't find the people. I went home. And I woke up in my bed. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened, apparently. No. Why were you there? No, no. Okay. I, just, I just assumed that's not what happened. So, earlier that day, my flatmate, Rönberg... Um, mm-hmm. who is a straight man, mm-hmm. um, had his two friends over for coffee and they had Cocoa Puffs mm-hmm. and I met them and they were lovely. Um, apparently, uh, so the next day I was sitting in, I, I have a chair in my apartment. I like to call my thinking chair. I was just sitting, having a cup of coffee, feeling a little bit hungover and Fredberg came out and said, so, you know, how are you feeling today? 
I said, I'm a bit hungover. He said, do you remember um, yelling at my friend last night? Oh, Jonathan. And I said, what? And he said, oh, it was hilarious. Um, so apparently one of the friends who... Oh, I'm so embarrassed about this. One of the friends who had been at the house eating Cocoa Puffs that day was there with us. We were all at Kiki dancing. He was dancing with me. And then apparently I went to kiss him. And then he went, oh, Jono, it's me. I'm straight. And apparently I did not appreciate that because I thought he had been coming on to me. And <laughs> but I didn't remember who he was. I just thought he was some dude who had been giving me, you know, signals and then suddenly, because that's actually happened to me several times yeah. at Kiki, like, and I've told you about this before, <clears throat> but apparently I got, I got a little bit annoyed at it and then went to my, my flatmate home and like, did you see that? Did you see what happened? And then I stormed out. Okay. And so I, uh, I feel very, like, apparently the guy thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but uh, I... Uh... Oh, poor thing, Jonathan. <sighs> this kind of, I mean, similar things have happened to me. It's very frustrating and, yes, extremely embarrassing. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, if I get denied the case, I never get angry, I think. No, well, I don't normally. No. I think I was just beyond the point of being in control of myself. And actually, earlier that night, yes. I have since been informed um, by someone who was completely sober... I was at the bar mm. and this guy came up to me and said, um, I'm straight and I have a girlfriend, but I think you're really good looking. I'd like to buy you a drink. Mm -hmm. And apparently I lost it him too. So it was, I was already primed. Yeah. I lost it him going, why, why are you doing this to your girlfriend? <coughs> That's, you know, what, what do you hope it to get? It sounds like you have a bit of a Brundtvidlis Grêmio. A what? Brundtvidlis Grêmio. What does that mean? You, I'll talk to you about this. Brundtvidlis uh, is uh, calm. Yeah, fitness. Is blue balls. Blue balls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> blue balls. I'll take blue balls for two hundred. Come, fill uh, uh, frustration. Come frustration. Come fill frustration. Yes, yes. Yeah, because brunt is come. Yes, yes. Brunter. Brunter. Yeah. Some people say it in in Swarkin. Brunted. Well, whatever. <clears throat> but I, I think I probably do have a bit of blue balls. Uh, but I may be having a date this evening. That, uh, that I like. Yeah. Uh, because uh, you, what I remember on uh, th it was Thursday, right? What? No, when this Saturday. 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 Yeah, okay. I remember you were saying I'm gonna go to Kiki and get laid. I was gonna try. Yeah. Yeah. So you went with that mindset. Into the into yeah. the kiki, into the den, into the den, into the lion's yes. den. Yes, yes, yes. And I got eaten. Yes, you went uh, wearing uh, <clears throat> uh, bacon cologne into <laughs> into the dog pit, dressed as a Giselle, <laughs> <laughs> covering myself in chum just before going in. Yeah. I'll be fine, guys. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So even straight sharks. <laughs> hey, I'd like to buy you a drink. By the way, I am straight and I have a girlfriend. Mm. I lost you after you said drink. <laughs> yeah, I hope. I I don't know. I hope none of. I didn't do anything else. I I can't remember. <laughs> this is why I shouldn't go to Kiki anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, where where then? Where are you gonna get? Uh... The lovely cock, as John Gilgood would put it. The lovely, lovely cock. There's so a lovely cock out there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really good story which Malcolm McDowell said about when they were on a set of uh, Caligula. Yeah. Caligula. 
and um, and they were just in the dressing room and then uh, John Gielgud went out, out on the set and came back running in and said oh Malcolm Malcolm there's such a lovely cock out there <laughs> <laughs> I once, I once uh, blurted out. Remember, I told you I was in that play where there were, everyone was naked for twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, you know, we did this. We rehearsed for six months and did it for a month every night. Um, and I remember we were just chatting one one day, and I blurted out to one of the straight cast members, "You have really nice balls." Yeah. <laughs> we went, Oh, thank you. <laughs> like, he was like, thank you. I said, yeah, they look like they would make a great eye pillow. Like, yeah. they're really soft looking. That's a good compliment, because yeah. balls aren't really... They're typically not very nice, yeah. but he did, he did, and, and the funny, I remember the funny thing about it was actually three other cast members went, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. He does have really nice balls. You've got really nice balls, man. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, that was my embarrassment of the week. What's yours? Mine is uh, not embarrassing, very not very embarrassing, except for the fact that I feel like I'm some sort of um, uh, <clears throat> like a murderer. Why? Because I killed two plants <gasps> in uh, the apartment that yeah, you're renting, and they don't belong yes, to you. Yes, my friend Gunni, he bought me. He brought me four plants. Yeah, and two of them are, I think, beyond uh, repair. Are you trying to water them? I'm watering them, yes, but I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You might be giving them too much, too little. (coughs) So, (coughs) so I can't. I'm I. I can't invite Gunni over here, so because he will see that the children he gave me, I've I've just neglected them. Or or is it from neglect? I don't know if it's neglect or overfeeding. I don't know because plants they don't have faces or bellies and they're so different and actually I've noticed in this country it well it really so much depends about where you put the plant yeah because some guess. plants don't need as much light some plants need more yeah. um, well two other plants are doing very well and most of the plants that uh, were here when I moved in here are doing very well as well, very well as, as well because because they're well where well. they they're used to being the thing be. about plants, they're, they're sensitive if you move them. So when Gunni gave them to you, maybe they were in a different kind of environment. They were in an environment where they are loved. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, they were like the little princess who used to live with her father, but then he went to India and disappeared, and the little princess had to live at the like, boarding orphanage with the mean, mean woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the mean woman. You're the mean woman. And the little princess. You're you're Mrs. What's-Her-Name in Annie. You're the orphanage leader. Yeah. I'm, I'm, why are those always bad women? I don't know. I think they got get a bad rap. Orphanage people. Who was, who was in charge rappers. in Sucker Punch? In S- Sucker Punch? You mean that movie that was a, a, a mess and about nothing? Mm. I loved that movie. I loved it too. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. <clears throat> It was just like a two-hour music video. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember leaving the cinema. I was like, what? what there was, was no that? story. I don't know. I think there was kind of a story, but it, there wasn't then how I don't get who, why. It's based on a graphic novel, though, isn't it? No, I don't think so. It's uh, This is what happened when Zack Snyder gets to like write his own script. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, I liked it. 
It's a bit of a, a, a martial arts wank fest. I, I, I think I've gone out. I, I think there's a director's cut out there, which is has, there. Yeah, has even more shit in it. Oh, I'm gonna watch now it now with more shit. Now with more shit. And I've got to check that out because there's one thing that's better than a good movie, and that's a bad movie. Mm, like the room. Like the room, which is being remade. Uh, it's James it? Franco. Yeah, it's it's a it's a making off. The making of the it's, room. It's like a biopic. It's a, it's, oh. a, it's about the, the the people who made it. Oh, it's such a terrible film. <coughs> but however, there's more embarrassment because okay. not only have I been murdering plants, uh, I have also been uh, buying chicken and throwing it away. Because you haven't cooked it in time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not good. I'm going to stop buying that chicken. Don't buy chicken. Because I've, I've actually bought like three uh, packets. Oh, packets. Of, that's like 6,000 kroner. Maybe. But Probably more. Yeah, but it's more of a waste of a chicken life, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> think about the because life of the chicken. In one chicken packet, there are like eight legs. Mm. Which is, it's... Uh, it's four chickens. It might, I think it's just eight. allegedly. Alle- I think it's probably eight chickens. <laughs> I mean, they just take one leg of each. Yeah, chicken. I think it's a, it will be uh, a bit of a coincidence if both legs of one chicken are happen from to the same. Happen to uh, uh, yeah, end up point. in the same packet. Yeah. So yeah, I've been buying these chicken legs and then then uh, not doing anything. With not them. doing anything, and then I just throw them away. So chicken are losing the legs for nothing. Because well, of me, you, they're me. also losing their lives. Because of Hulegur, the plant killer. Hulegur, the plant killer, and the chicken leg waste. <clears throat> I will waste your legs. <laughs> I'm gonna waste your legs, girl. <laughs> Go waste them. That reminds me. <laughs> years ago, I was watching The Amazing Race, and I remember there was these sisters, and they they were they asked in the beginning of the show. Um, what are you going to do if you win? And they're like, oh, we all use the money to buy mama a leg. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Oh, she lost her leg recently and she ain't got no money to buy a new leg. She loves chicken legs. She got a whole bucket of them but she ain't got no leg. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Indeedly doodly. So that's my embarrassment. I, uh, I, I am a scourge to plant life and fowl life. Foul life. Foul life. Release the fouls. <laughs> the foul play. Foul play. There has been some foul play in this kitchen. Do you have a foul? I can't believe what <laughs> you have done to these plants. That's a foul foul. <laughs> yeah, because when I opened the packet, it was <clears throat> rotten. Oh, this foul is foul. <laughs> it's the worst smell of chicken. It just know. smells like death. I have smelt. Uh, uh, I was once walking down a mountain uh-huh. in the Westfjord. Yeah. After being uh, living uh, by a lighthouse where there was no internet or phone connection for a week or for something, two weeks, wow. I've been separated from humanity. Mm-hmm. And I walked over the mountain towards humanity, and on the way down to them, down the mountain, I stumbled upon a dead <coughs> sheep that <coughs> was kind of got it because crows had got into it and just been just emptying it slowly yeah we have a song about this it's called krummi krunkarote kallar og nafna sinn ég fann höfuð og hrúti hrygg og gæru skinn which is about a raven 
That's the title of the song? No, well, it's called Just Krimi Krokarote, but I just sang the whole song. Okay. It's a whole song. Well, it's Kontunu Krupa Mamikumi Nabnumin. Well, I will teach you this song. Krimi Krokarote, Katlar Nabnusin, it means the raven is ravening. What is the sound they make? Uh, the raven's crow. The raven's crow is crowing. He's calling his uh, same name, which is another raven. Uh-huh. And he said, uh, I found a sheep of a ram, uh, his spine and his skin. Uh, co- come now, my raven <laughs> brethren, <laughs> my raven brethren, and help me eat this shit. And uh, that's what the song is. It's basically about ravens eating a corpse or a, or a carcass. Is this a children's song? Yes, of course. Oh, wow. yes, yes. All our children's songs are about death. It's like a. <coughs> Bium, bium, pampalo, pampalo, titli, titli, to, vini, minu, vacayero, and uti, pidur, and legta, kluka. It's just basically a lullaby. Bium, bium, pampalo is just nonsense. Pampalo, titli, to, also. My friend, I will rock until he is calm. Yeah. And on the window, there's a face staring at you. <laughs> and that's how the song ends. By the way, the song, someone is someone outside is outside and is staring at you. <laughs> I love to see like a character that is like the typical Icelandic storyteller for kids. Now, now, close your eyes and go to sleep. There's a claw under your bed. It's going to eat you. Yep. This is, this is, there are a lot of songs like this. Um, <clears throat> I should teach you more about them later. But yeah, okay. So I found uh, ravens eating a sheep's corpse on and a mountain. Stank. And the stank, it was like 10 meter radius all around the sheep. Yeah. It was, oh, that was the smell of death. I was like, the, it was the smell of darkness. It was See, horrible. I, I've smelled that kind of smell before. And I find that is, is there's something, I guess because my experience of necrotic flesh is when it's still attached to a living human. Yeah. And that is the way... And that, to me, that's what I think of when I think of off chicken meat. You know, when you open it, you go, this is bad. Ugh, and there's yeah. a sourness to it. There's a... Oh, I remember one time in the medical center, we had this guy. He... I, I think I've told you about it before. He'd been wearing boots with no socks and he had severe diabetes. Mm. So basically, <clears throat> his foot had an open wound on it that he didn't know. And... Uh, I went to take his blood and I dropped the tourniquet and bent down to pick it up and I nearly threw up. Like, the stench was awful and I had to go grab the doctor and say, oh, I think you need to look at his foot. And the doctor, who was my partner at the time, mm-hmm. said, oh, yeah, no, I know about it. Mm. <laughs> I just didn't tell you. <laughs> was it a nice surprise? I'm like, fuck you, man. Um, but it was, it was gross. But anyway, that was the embarrassment of the week. Let's move on to... Hot Topic! A new segment! Oh, really? (laughs) What's Hot Topic? Hot Topic is when we talk about something that's being talked about in Iceland these days. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. And what is it that we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about sexual harassment. Oh, sexual harassment. Sexual harassment towards entertainers. Entertainers. Really? Yes. Is that something people are talking about? They have been talking about it in the last few days, yes. Uh huh. And what brought this on? Well, <clears throat> there is a singer, a very nice uh, girl, 
who talked about uh, she was performing somewhere mm-hmm. at uh, at some um, a paid gig, mm-hmm. I guess at uh, uh, what do you call Arsa Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, a yearly party, annual yearly, party, yeah. <clears throat> whatever, something like that. And uh, she got so, and uh, before she entered the stage, uh, she got pinched in the ass. Oh yes, which is something. It's it's a tale as old as time. Mm. Sad to say, mm. song as old as rhyme. Beauty and the beast. The beast here being patriarchy. Yeah, and uh, mm, beauty being art. Mm. But uh, uh, the, the, this, I I know a lot of performers, and I hear this story all the time. Do you ever hear it from men? I hear it very seldom from men and when and, and when this happened another entertainer started talking about on Facebook that oh I also like a male entertainer uh-huh. oh this happens to me all the time it used to happen to me all the time uh, women were pinching my asses uh, my asses my ass yeah and my balls or whatever Ooh. but uh, like uh, my scrotum which has happened to me yeah me too and uh, uh, I've been full on molested. Yeah, like pe- like people just going and grabbing the whole crotch. Mm-hmm. Like it's called cupping. I've been cupped. You've been before. cupped. Yeah. Yeah. But so how do we as men do we feel as violated when our crotch is grabbed as when uh, women's crotches are grabbed, uh, or is it be- or are we more? Uh, always in more of a safe space and therefore don't feel mm. as violent <clears throat> do mm. we have reason to complain as much as they do that is my question I think all sexual harassment for performance is shit but I think we as men need to understand that it is less likely to happen to us than it is to a woman mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I can't really because I mean I'm, I'm a whole other level yeah, yeah. As a, I, I, can, I can tell you of a, an Ausatith I did in the last Six months, where after the the gig, after I had finished, I had guys trying to make out with me, straight men, yeah, wanting kisses on the lips and like refusing to to take no for an answer, and it was I was very uncomfortable with it. That's a strange thing. You told me about this before. It's like their inner gay. They want to test their inner gay on you, yeah, because you're the gay. You're I'm the gay, and I just made them laugh. Yeah, and, and you just told everyone how gay you were or yeah. whatever. So you're just open so it's it's, open it's almost like in some ways they feel that because I talked about that on stage I gave them permission yeah to own me yeah it's like if a female comedian were to be talking about her pussy all the time as mm. they do mm. as they're known to <laughs> uh, which is uh, it's a wonderful thing but uh, <clears throat> then they come off stage and uh, and some of the men assume well she was talking about the pussy she, she must want must, me to grab she it she must want some lovely cock there's a lot of lovely cock out there, mm. and I will bring her one. Similar to when I remember uh, I talked about it in the live podcast where I had um, talked about gaining weight on stage, and then four people after I got off stage commented on my weight gain. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it kind of it's like it's, well, just because I said it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can come poke shit at me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's the same thing. For example, when I had my roast. People were roasting me long after the roast. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. It's over. Yeah, I mean, the passion of the Christ is over. Stop whipping me. I'm on the cross already. (laughs) (laughs) Birds are picking at my innards. Yeah. Continual crop permanent. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, of course, you know, there's one thing if you're a woman and being harassed. And this is uh, what I, well, 
I wouldn't know, but I think what is more uh, scary or disturbing about that is because we live in rape culture. Mm. And um, mm-hmm. when you get harassment like this, mm-hmm. there is always the danger of what might happen later on. Mm-hmm. Because uh, rape often begins with harassment or whatever. Yes. So that is a stronger, mm. uh, I wouldn't say it's a very common possibility necessarily when you're uh, an entertainer because you'll be probably, you have some friends out there or you'll we'll be leaving or whatever. Mm. Or, uh, what I'm saying is um, that when you, when I get my ass pinched, yeah. I'm not going to be afraid of leaving the place alone because you're a man. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I think it's stronger. It's it, I I agree. It is much worse for women, and I think this guy who said, you know, it, it happens to all of us, blah blah blah. He in a way he's he's kind of saying in his uh, status that we should just deal with it. Yes, and I gotta Why? say, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true, and I gotta say, <sighs> yeah, the one time when I was. Pinched uh, when I was cupped mm. was in a photo op in Finland. Mm. And some two girls were posing with me, and the one, uh, uh, the other one, just grabbed my balls, mm. and I, I felt Froze. embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, they took my picture, <clears throat> and then they left. I didn't say anything to them, mm. uh, but later on, I just thought, "What the fuck was that? You can't do that." If I would do that to a woman, that would be. So much worse, mm-hmm. so horrible. But if I compared me being grabbed, uh, <clears throat> grabbed there, to a woman being grabbed uh, in the cross in the same situation, that's it's m- much more horrific when it happens to a woman. Mm, I agree because um, we live in the fucking world we live in. Yeah, it's it's such an. Uh, did I ever uh, tell you about the time I had uh, finished performing for the bear party? Mm-hmm. And decided to walk home, and I was wearing a um, a tank top that said "woof." Ah, so you were asking for it. Here's the thing: <laughs> I was wearing a tank top and a vest and shorts, mm. and I was walking up Logan, and I was literally like molested about five or six times by drunk women. Really? Yeah, and I didn't know what to do in that yeah. situation. It's like, well, you know, this happens to women every weekend. Um, but it was, it, it just raised a question for me because it's also, I've been thinking about this a lot, a lot recently, um, is that sometimes, uh, straight women kind of use the fact that you're gay as an excuse to do things. Mm-hmm. Like I've been at, at, um, at sort of hens parties. What do you call them? Like bridal parties? Yes, a party. Where, where I'm the performer and literally they, they, they've tried to take my clothes off and it's like, you know, I, I, I don't think anyone should see me naked. Um, but it's it, because they know I'm gay. Yeah. And I remember this one time this woman was like trying to rip my pants down. This is in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And I said, why are you doing that? And she said, it's okay, you're gay. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, okay. And I've had, I've had women at, at um, events like show me their breasts. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, see, this doesn't work on you because you're gay. It's like, well, I, I don't remember asking. I don't remember you asking me if it's okay to show me your, 
your boobs. Mm-hmm. That's it's no different from someone just sending you a dick pic without without yeah, you asking. Pretty so much, yeah. It's uh, but I still think it's worse for women in, in the entertainment industry. I think it's just it's all a sign of us living in a very <clears throat> in uh, unequal world. Mm. That you know, uh, the the fact that some men don't see there's a difference, mm-hmm. and also the fact that there is a difference, yeah. is a sign of uh, this uh, this shit inequality needs to be corrected. The patriarchy, the fuck the, the patriarchy. patriarchy. That was good. I like that. Yeah. Well, like that. so it's time for how, how to speak Australian. Uh, I have a word for you. Uh huh. I'm going to uh, slanker uh, the slang page, mm-hmm. and let's see what we have. Okay, here's a new one. Mm-hmm. Flulla. Flulla. It's a short, uh, short for flaskuborð. A flaskuborð, a bottle table. A bottle table, yes. Because some uh, uh, certain uh, clubs or bars ah, uh-huh. in this uh, city have this thing called flaskuborð. I don't know how common it is in other countries. Is that where you have to buy a bottle to have a table? Yeah, you have to buy a, you buy like a, a tub of vodka and uh, make uh, stuff to mix it in. Otherwise, uh, you're not allowed to have a table. You will then you will get the table, and a lot of like it, this happens at Öster and BFM. So a lot of like middle aged or old oh, lawyers go over awful there. Awful clubs. <coughs> like, like like middle-aged lawyer go over there and they, they buy a bottle table and then like uh, young girls uh, come and it's uh, so rapey it's very rapey oh mm-hmm. gross we would call that in, in Australia we would call that minimum spend minimum spend so you can and it's usually at really exclusive clubs not like Oster and Beer like places where you're not going to get in mm-hmm. um, uh, and basically they'll say you can you can book a booth as long as you spend like, you know, two thousand dollars that night or something, and so then you can have that booth, and they have a security guard who stops anyone sitting at the table. So flula borf, flula, 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 It's like uh, if you say here is an example. Okay, yeah, buna fara flula og östur þrisa sinnum í röð. I've 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 taken have a bottle table at östur three times in a row this month. Wow. Sounds like sounds like a, a, a delightful character. Yeah, that person is mm-hmm. that's a that's a guy you want to take home to meet mom. Yeah. That's a guy who will represent your sexual harassment case in court. This is true. This is very true. Oh my god, I don't I don't know how to top that really. Um <laughs> I was gonna teach you the word for uh like overalls. Overalls, yes. You know like um is it ovals? No. <laughs> so you know like when you have jeans and they have a top bit and it clips over your shoulders? Mm-hmm. We call... They're, they're overalls, right? You know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah. Like workmen wear them and I'm like, What do they call it in the States? They call something else. I think they're overalls. Uh, yeah. But we call them dungarees. Dungarees? Dungarees! Smackbuxer, I think it's in Icelandic. Smackbuxer. Yes. I'm what gonna... is smack? Smack is like a, a what the, the babies have, so they want to mess themselves. A, a diaper. No, on when they're eating. A bib. A bib, yeah. Bib pants. Bib pants. <laughs> <laughs> Smack, I'm going to look it up. If it, Smack, buxur. Yeah. I'm just going to be sure that's the word we use. I haven't used the word yet. It's called smackbuxer because it looks like a combination of a bib, bib and, and pants. pants. 
They're really comfortable. Have you ever worn a pair as an adult? Uh, I haven't, no. They're very comfortable and yeah. they're really hard to come by. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yes. It uh, sounds like a uh, hassle when you go okay. to the toilet. Yeah. But I think they do make them sometimes with a fly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it'd be just, you know, it would be so freeing. I guess it's one of those situations if you're wearing them, you'd have to use the stall. Dungarees. Dungarees. Or bib pants. Bib pants. That's nice. good. That would be the Australian word for it. Bib pants. Bib pants. You got some bib pants, can't <laughs> All right, so now it's time for Good to, to be straight. straight. I have a question for you. Yes, please. please. I don't know if I've asked you this one before, um, but I think we may have spoken about it. I was chatting with my my uh, my flatmate, my straight flatmate, mm-hmm. um, the other day, and I was asking him because he's single. Mm-hmm. I was asking. I basically said to him, "What fascinates me about heterosexual relationships is that it is possible for you to be in a long-term relationship, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, mm-hmm. and they're not your best friend." Right. Whereas I, as a gay man, that's a given for mm-hmm. me, for me at least. Mm-hmm. I would like, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with someone, they will be my best friend. So when it comes to Friday night, I'm not yeah. going to say to them, what are you going to do? I'm going to do this. Yeah, I think it's got something to do with uh, like archaic notions of uh, uh, men do so- certain things together and women do other things together. Mm. Some something like uh, sports is a man thing and I don't know. Talking shit about your friends is a woman thing. I don't know. Ooh. Ooh. I said it was an archaic notion. Yeah. I'm saying it's uh, outdated and even wrong ideas. Mm-hmm. But the, this is the cliche and this is what is the, some of the members of each sex think of each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> uh, like, uh, so, so uh, there, I think there are a lot of. Uh, relationships out there, there were uh, in which uh, the guy mm-hmm. he has a guy night, yeah, uh, or the girl has a girl's night out, also known as gnoa, gnoa, and uh, and uh, this has never been a thing for me. In fact, it's always been. I, th- I always thought it was stupid because I always liked hanging around with girls often. When I was growing up, I more liked than ha- guys. Yeah, yeah, I liked hanging around with girls more than guys because uh, I felt like when I was hanging only with guys, there was this whole pissing contest yeah, always yeah, going yeah. on, and somebody there was always there was always kind of deciding, competing who is the alpha, mm. and it's just a stupid thing. But um, later on, I found. Uh, Found it very fun to hang around with only men, but those are like they've been my, carefully selected. They've been carefully selected through years of procedure, <laughs> and uh, and th- those are all like pussy men like me. Yeah. So um, um, so I think oh, um, so, you... sometimes I feel I like I'm being uh, very politically correct yeah. and very politically incorrect at the same time. I think that's I my whole thing. I understand. Yeah. But okay. I guess my question is, could you be in a relationship with a woman long term and she's not actually your best friend? You have a best friend who you're better friends with than her. Um, that has happened a lot of time, yes. Uh, but um, when I enter a relationship with a girl, uh, 
I make sure she is someone who I'd like to be friends with. Mm. And if if she's not a friend in that way, then that uh, relationship isn't going to last very long. Mm. I guess. I guess some people make it work. I remember <clears> one of my great friends in Australia, he would often on a Friday say to me, um, so what are you going to do tonight? And I'd say, oh, well... Vincent and I are going to do this. Oh, okay. Oh, can I join in? Mm-hmm. And I'd say, what about your wife? Oh, she's doing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to hang out together on Friday night? I was like, nah. Oh, okay. But uh, <clears throat> when you were with your husband, so mm. you hang, hang, uh, hung around with him as friends and also with other couples or with other gays? Other people other in people. general. We always had other people around us. Yeah. Like a core group of people and they weren't all gay people. They weren't all women. We had straight friends. We had... You told me about though uh, that you uh, didn't have as many straight, straight male, male friends. friends. Yes. Yeah, until I moved here. Yeah, so the straight male friends, they were not necessarily... There was probably one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and they, they were like... They were more guest stars, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the show that was our life. There are a lot of straight women. Yeah, I think uh, I think the whole man hanging around together and women hanging around together, and uh, and then the, when you're hanging around with your uh, with your spouse, that's mm. only that, then I suppose you only do couple things, as it were. Mm. Uh, but I think that idea, that way of life, is like a twentieth century way yeah, of life. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but uh, hanging around. The other thing, hang around with your spouse as a best friend and hang around with... Uh, and your friends are both women and men. That's more of a 21st century yeah. thing. And that's what my way of life. But don't, don't get me wrong, look, our, in our relationship, that we weren't only with each other all the time. Like, there were times when he would be doing something and I didn't feel like doing it. So I would just go, ah, I don't really want to go to that thing. I might stay home or I might go have dinner with this person. Yeah. Also, no, we'll meet up later. So couples that are always together. Yeah. Well, there's a bit of a creep factor. There is, yeah. there is. There is like when when you have uh, when you have a joint Facebook account. Oh, I find that weird. That's strange, isn't it? Yeah, that is so weird. Why are you doing? Why it? can't you have a separate Facebook? That's, that's is it? What you're not allowed to have separate friends? That's something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to disappear. Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, I mean, whenever I see a joint Facebook account of a couple, uh, I think. Whose idea was that? Yeah. Yours or yours? Who's running this household? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's not allowing some... Who's the controller? Yeah. Usually someone's really yeah. controlling or has uh, um, jealousy issues, yeah. I think. Oh, that's definitely jealousy yeah. issues. If somebody insists on you to have... Uh, why, why can't we have a same Facebook account? Then yeah. that is a red flag. Yeah. Red flag. Red We never flag. even had a joint bank account. No. No. I don't, I don't see why you should. It's a very, a very northern European thing. Yeah, is it? A yeah. bank account? No, not having one. Not having one. Because okay. it, 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 for a while I found it weird because my parents always had a joint bank account. Yeah, I've never... I, I think it's... I haven't heard about it ever. Or maybe, ever having a joint I, bank I've, account? I've heard about it in movies when there's like a murder case. They had a joint bank account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was the norm when I was a kid. If you're, if you're in a relationship with somebody forever, you... You have you have one bank account. If you are going to have a joint bank account, your murder uh, risk will get higher. Yeah, you 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 will 
You're, you're more likely to be murdered by your spouse. I would never have... I don't think I would have a joint bank account mm-hmm. because, I'm, you know, I'm going to be super famous and have lots of money and I don't want them to take my money. Yeah, of course. That, yeah. that as well. <laughs> that as well. Happened to Kathy Griffin. Oh, did it? Yeah, in her biography, she had a husband mm. and uh, her accountant alerted her one day that for, um, for almost a year and a half, he stole... Seventy thousand US dollars from her. So I just put a, a coin Plain in the glass, glass every time you uh, quote Kathy Griffin's uh, biography. Okay, well I won't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh, he, and and yeah, he stole money from her. Yeah, and she had to separate him because he was in massive debt, and they were going. The bank was going to come after her, and uh, they yeah they they had a joint bank account, and that's how he did it. He would just take out small amounts, and he told her that he was doing a computer business, and he just would go. Um, sit in his car every day and eat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so what's your game to me, Stray? Well, it's a difficult one. Uh-huh. It might be, even be <coughs> controversial. Okay. But I find it that sometimes gay men. Yeah. Some gay men I have met on my, my and my your travels on my travels. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, tend to be rude mm. or if I, if you will bitchy yeah in a certain way mm-hmm. uh, do you know what I'm talking about yes I do I do 100% and I know I've also done it in yeah. front of you before and yeah. you pointed it out yeah what, what is this I think it comes from low self esteem and it comes from the whole uh uh, like when you, often often gay people have been picked on or marginalized yeah. or rejected rejection is something you fear all the time read a great article about this recently in the Huffington Post um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just articles now it's not it's just, just it's just whatever I'm just being a dick <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I think it becomes a defense mechanism yeah. of like it's almost like the new person in prison yeah, yeah attack the biggest yeah. guy first and then everyone will respect you. So I, I, I know 100% of the time, mm-hmm. if I have ever caught myself doing this to somebody, it's because I'm intimidated by them. Or yeah. maybe they're super attractive, maybe mm-hmm. um, they're more successful than me, and, it's, and I think it's a subconscious thing. But I have, in the last couple of years, tried to make an effort to notice if I'm about to do that and ask myself why. Mm-hmm. But I <clears throat> this whole self defensive mechanism thing is actually was my immediate theory about this whole thing. Yeah, because uh, <clears throat> you know you're a gay man living in a straight man's world, basically. Mm-hmm. So you have to have kind of an edge. Mm-hmm. You have to have your claws out, mm-hmm. and therefore sometimes you can be a biatch. Yeah, yeah. you're even allowed to be a biatch in a way in some situations. People love that character. It's often used in movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it's perpetuated by that as well. Yeah. Sometimes, um, I think, uh, particularly gay men who aren't very bright, mm. um, think that that's who society expects them to be, and so they just end up trying to be that all the time and don't realize that that sometimes people just want to have a conversation with you and get to know who you are mm-hmm. um, instead of having this sass factor all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's it's a bit similar to to like. We've both experienced this when you post something funny on Facebook and someone who's not a comedian, who's one of your friends, always has to comment. Mm-hmm. They always have to one-up your joke. Yeah. They've got to go, well, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, if you want to do comedy, go do comedy. Yeah. You know? 
You don't have, just let me have this one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a similar thing. Is like I'm gonna I'm gonna get in there first. I've removed Facebook statuses because they've been ruined <laughs> yeah. by by lame uh, comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, oh. oh no, I was going to name one in particular, but I won't. Do not. No, I will not name that particular one. Human. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going into dangerous territory now. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I I agree, and I find as a gay man, if I'm around those people. And it's, it's, I kind of have this attitude, um, when dating guys, Mm -hmm. you know how they say in the restaurant, if they're mean to the waiter, don't date them. Right. Yeah. 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 So if I really good one, if I am, am with a man and we're on a date and he's bitchy or catty to my friends, Mm -hmm. then it's like, well, no, you've got, you've got self-esteem issues. This isn't going to go anywhere because you just, you know, it's, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to have to be on all the time. No, no, exactly. Yeah, I remember one time I went, was uh, in Denmark. I was uh-huh. dating a girl who lived in Denmark in Copenhagen. And uh, uh, I we went to this party. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had her friend. So it was me and two uh, two hot chicks. Yeah. And when we entered the party... Uh, it was being hosted by this sassy gay man. Oh, it's just the worst. And he, <laughs> he of course, loved having those two gorgeous ladies mm. in his party. But when he saw, the, saw this nerdy figure mm. uh, entering there with, there with them, he found... I could immediately uh, uh, I could immediately sense that he did not like me. Yeah. He did not like this... You ad- don't fit in here. Yeah, this addition to his party. Yeah. So... Uh, so I, I, he said some snarky remark uh, uh, first, like he said hello to them, and mm. like, is he with you? Mm. And I thought, oh, it's gonna be like this. So instantly, my mind went like, uh, like I was entering the prison. Yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to prove uh, yourself. I have to prove myself. Yeah. So, uh, so when I enter his apartment, he goes, uh, those, those, he goes, those are some big fat glasses you have. And I said, that's not the only big fat thing I have. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then he loved me from then on. Yeah. So, so it just have to be a bit in return sometimes. And I think, I think as well that as we've, we've said this before, there's a lot of gay men who are in the, even in their thirties and have never had a straight male friend. Hmm. They've never had it. They yeah, just like, so, yeah. I don't know how to operate around you. And then it just causes this fear with them. Yeah. I get Cause that. I mean, the other thing it, it was in today's, um, uh, Bruce the Angry Bear comic Yeah, is that there's so many times when you're gay you have straight guys who find out you're gay and then they just feel the need to tell you by the way I'm uh, I'm straight you know just so you know not oh, to really? come on to me and it's like sweetheart <laughs> what makes you think I would want to you're hideous <laughs> <laughs> yeah well then you're allowed to be a bitch yeah it's like yeah. you're not my type it's this Recently, I was hosting a, a, a gay event, and this this straight guy afterwards was like, "Oh, you're a really great host, you know." And I think I think you're a good looking man. I'm not gay. I went, oh, "Okay." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, "But you know, if would a gay man find me attractive?" Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, if and he he said, "Do you?" No, no, I don't. Oh, why not? <laughs> if you feel the need to f- tell a gay. That you are straight, just in case he attacks your crotch. Yeah. Uh, 
I think it's all about tact. You have to tag a text your crush on the dance floor at Kiki and then chats at you about it. <laughs> <laughs> and his girlfriend was with us. Oh. I mean, you could you could like smuggle the whole thing into the conversation without <clears throat> saying I am straight, and therefore you may not attack my crotch. Mm, mm. But uh, you could go like uh, you could go like, man, I would love some pussy right now. Or, yeah, like this is my girlfriend over there. Or, and, and times times have changed as well to the point where I mean, I remember when I, when I met my ex husband, I didn't know he was gay. No. I had no idea. I had to. It wasn't until he dropped into the conversation something about his ex-boyfriend that I went oh you're gay yeah yeah, yeah. and I, until then he wasn't even I didn't even think about it I was like no. he's an attractive guy <clears throat> mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I had no idea I've been told um, but you might find this funny but uh, there there were a lot of at the last that actually not the last one the one before I got hit on by a lot of women yeah because they thought you were straight they thought I was straight mm. and then I was like oh, I'm gay and they were really disappointed um, so so straight men of ice and step your game up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, why do you think I would find that funny? I don't know, because I'm because you're pretty gay. Pretty gay. Yeah, but maybe but maybe I'm, I'm not. To it. Yeah, maybe you're immune to it. Although I've been told I'm not as obvious as no. as a lot of other people. No. Also, you just you're foreign. I'm foreign, so you just we all look the same, do you? Yeah, you're just, you all talk weird. Yeah, we all talk weird. You don't know if I have gay voice or not. No, it's just an accent. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just Australian. Yeah. I think as my accent changed, I probably sounded less gay. I guess. Were you more gayish? Did you sound more gay when you lived in Australia? I don't know. I think I did sound more gay. <laughs> when I was younger. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. think... I think it like I sounded more gay when I was younger. Did you? Yeah, people thought I was gay when I was a teenager. People do now still sometimes. Yeah, well, okay. I take it as a compliment. Yeah, it's a great compliment. It's like, is he gay? No, he's just French. No, <laughs> is he gay? No, he just looks fabulous. He just looks fabulous <laughs> all the time. <laughs> anyway, it's now time for um, oh oh, we have an update on Sandra Bullock, by the way. All right. Yeah. Uh, Harry Connick. Harry Connick Jr. went on a date last night. Oh. Yes. Yes. So that into that chapter. <laughs> um uh anyway, uh la, 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 la. Okay, so we have it's now time for the ants of agony. And we have one here. I just need to unlock my phone. Did you get sent any this week? Um nope. Why don't people ever send them to you? Because you forget to ask for them? I guess, yes. I think that's the main reason. <clears throat> also, uh, you are kind of a person that people would rather confide in, I think. Okay. You've told me that I have a resting, leave me alone face. You do have resting, leave me alone face. Okay, so here's the ants of agony that came through this week. I always have too many different leftovers and don't know what to do with them, and I end up getting KFC. What do you do with weird leftovers? Uh, eat them. <laughs> Eat them as separate, separate. I think. I think a good point here is to understand that you don't have to make everything into a meal. You can just eat separate food items. Yeah, I do. I leftover. Read it again. I always have too many different leftovers, yeah. and I don't know what to do with them. I straight away think like put them in a bowl. Well, and eat them. And, yeah, 
But a great a great thing is, uh, you can put them in a bowl and just eat them all together with a spoon. Yeah. As I sometimes do. But you can also just uh, fashion maybe like a feed bag, like for horses. Yeah. And just strap it on your head. <coughs> Munch as you go. Munch as you go. That's a, that's a good that's a good thing. I sometimes I sometimes just um, when I'm you know down here in my video dungeon. Mm. I often uh, uh, just stick a few. I spent many a moment after midnight eating various uh, leftovers that don't go together. Uh-huh. Nobody's judging you. You're alone. Well, I am. You're <laughs> judging yourself. I am all the time. The only person you're disappointing is yourself. Um, I think as well, though. What, what what did this voice remind me of? Uh, only the only person you're disappointing is yourself. It's like it's like opening things within me. This voice is it? Yeah. Shall I keep speaking like that? I don't know. Oh, it's no. it's uncomfortable. It's like I feel like I've been I feel like, like it's, it's a, like a repressed memory of me being abducted a, by a torture porn killer. Oh, I think and it's just. The, Imagine if they do like a, a, a Saw type of movie. And instead of let's play a game. Let's play a game. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good idea. What we're going to do is he, you, have, you, you have a device strapped to your head. I don't know if you can see it, but just have a feel around. Okay, so what's going to happen is after three minutes, if you don't find the key for that device, your head is going to explode. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the middle of like explaining the death trap, I'm hungry. Would you like some yogurt? Would you like some yogurt? Oh no, you probably can't eat it, can you? Yeah, because I'm just you gonna have put it trap down. in your face. I'm gonna put it down here, and you can have it as a treat if you survive. Brilliant! Ah, we gotta do this. I think it's a little bit Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, it's a bit. I, I once had a thing for Jennifer Tilly. Oh, we all did. Yeah, and I, when I uh, found out that she's a professional poker player, she is, and she's character. super hot. Very much. She's, and she has that that unique voice. Remember she, when she was a lesbian in, in Bound? Bound? <gasps> Gina Gershon and her. Yeah, that was a good. I even found that hot. I found that hot. I found that hot yeah. as well. Uh, liar, liar. Liar and liar, liar. She was a horrible, horrible human being and liar, liar. And I would divorce her every day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I was going to say, if you have one of my great tricks, if you have, like, say, leftovers from, say, you had a roast dinner, Mm -hmm. right? And you have meat leftover and you have vegetables leftover and they're just in the fridge and you don't really know what to do with them. You don't want to have the same meal again. Yeah. All you got to do is get some vegetable stock and some arborio rice, which Mm -hmm. is the absorption rice. And then you make risotto. Yes. Or the just... meat and the vegetables, and you make risotto from it. Mm-hmm. You can do that, or you can make a pizza. You can make a pizza with it. You can turn it into a roast dinner burrito. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those are all very practical and good advices. Yeah. I think you should all just put them in a trough. And yeah, you, and, and just, just eat them just, with yeah. your entire family. Yeah, your entire big, fat pig family. Um, I've also been asked by the same person to get you to tell me um, what is Melubant. 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 Yes, Melubant is uh, is a, uh, an accessory, I guess, for mostly used by women, uh, where they, there's this, this kind of a tight thing around their neck, like a collar. Mm. You've seen this on girls. Oh, yeah, yeah, the choker. The choker, yes. Well, that's Melubant. Well... 
it's just a what we call it a metal band in Iceland. It's mm-hmm. a very sexist thing to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, metal is hooker. Oh, it's a hooker band. Yeah, it's a hooker band. Oh, gross. But but we use it. We like our ugly words. I believe the correct term is sex worker. It is a <laughs> sex worker band. <laughs> Yes, but metla is such a nice word. Metla. It means metla. sex worker. Metla. Yes, lot of uh, we have a lot of ugly raw words, uh, but they sound funny. Mm. Metla. Metla. Slump. Have you heard slump? Slump. It sounds Eastern European. It's wet snow. Slump. Because that's the sound. The sound it makes. <laughs> slump. What do you call ice um, klaka? Clucky, yes. Clucky, because that's clack, clack, clack. That's yeah, the sound it yes, makes. That's, 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 an ice, that's an ice cube. Yeah. Clack. The clacker. Yeah. Clack. That was it. So you don't have any, any ants of agony at all? No, that's the only ants of agony we, agony we have. We do. Do you have anything you have to plug? Yes. What have you got to plug? I have... Let's go over my calendar here. Well... What we do have to plug is our next Live Australia. Live Australia. on the 4th of April. Yes, which is on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday yet again. We will be having fun in front of you and you will be having fun in front of us. Yes. It will be a lot of front fun, as you say in Iceland. You front never fun. do, but I just did. Yeah, front fun. Front fun. Sometimes I like back fun. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do that backstage. We do that backstage. Oh, back fun, front fun on the stage. And this time it won't be starting late. It'll be starting, it'll be starting at, at nine, so I won't be wasted when we start. And I will actually remember whole of the, the whole of the recording. By the way, mm. kudos and thanks to the dollop the guys dollop, yeah. who have been plugging our stuff and. We have more listeners now just because of that whole thing. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. If they ever come back, I'd totally love to be invited on their show. <clears throat> um, yes, that, <clears throat> yep. they're never going to And also, back. Adam Sandler, if you're listening, I'm sorry about what I said <laughs> <Yeah>. earlier. <laughs> um, also, as of, I don't know if you know this, as of the 27th of April, I'm going to be starting to do regular shows at Chaknabil. Ah, it is called An Evening with John O'Duffy. And it'll be a, a comedy sort of variety evening. So there might be music. There might be... Each show will be a little bit different in some way. And in each show, I will have a different guest. Yes. And uh, it's very cheap. Tickets will be 2500 I think they'll go on sale very shortly. And I've booked 12 dates. What? 12, 12 dates. dates. A lot of dates, man. It's a lot of dates. I now... Um, my next day off is July. Uh, so uh, yeah, get on that one. I'll be posting that. When does it start again? April twenty seventh. April twenty seventh. Look out for an evening with Jonathan Duffy. Yeah, it' gonna be fun. It's gonna be, be fun. fun. You'll be a guest on it, right? Yes, yeah. I will be a guest on it, and we will have some front fun in front of the uh, the uh, back fun people of the, of the front fun people and then we will go backstage and have back fun well yeah and maybe if we go uh, to uh, maybe if we have to leave uh, uh, by the side we can have some side fun side fun do you know what sides are uh, sides a side is yeah, someone is a side that's the thing that's between the front and the back well it's someone who is neither a top nor a bottom but a they side. don't like either they oh. they don't like penetration. Oh, so they 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 don't they enjoy everything else. They so just, they just don't play wanna... with a penis like a cat yeah. with a toy. Yeah, or like a laser pointer. Yeah. Um, they just swing the penis around. They try and catch it, but they yeah they're called sides. 
so they don't like penetration, don't they like blowjobs? No, they do, but they just don't want... A, it's no, no penis in butt. No penis Either in their butt. penis in a butt or a penis in their butt. They don't like it, so they're called mm. a side. So only blowjobs. And hand jobs and, and frottage. And frottage, which is the armpit using thing. you Yeah, using armpits or, you know, yeah. your neck or... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, on that note, <laughs> peace out, motherfuckers! <laughs>